Girl, oh my god like i don't even understand exactly what just happened but jimmy uso has a lot to explain and we're gonna talk about it for our summer slam post show 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 0 Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. That is right, you guys. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I am, of course, Santana here, your ERC of WWT. And, of course, I am not alone. I have Miss Ayla here who will be, it's our first time actually working together, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and everything. She handles a lot of the on the scroll that you see on our social media and everything, like. Everything that's like gossipy news for the women that's going on on social media, Ayla's your girl, uh, to get all the scoop on that. How are you doing? How do you feel about, I mean, uh, no, first of all, hello, hello, hello. Hey, Santana. I know I'm so glad to be here with you. My schedule allowed it. I was like, I know I'm going to be watching SummerSlam, so let me see if I can stay awake. And I did. So that's a, that's a feat in itself. But yeah, that was crazy. Full of roller coasters, the whole show, really, but definitely like what's going on with Jay and Jimmy? Like, where did they go from here? Because last couple weeks ago, or even last couple months ago, mm-hmm. Jay was stopping Jimmy from being mad at the travel chief. So that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting that he was helping him out. Yeah, I just, I don't know, but we'll definitely dive a little bit more into basically towards the end of the show. But let's go ahead and really, really hop in with our opening match of the night. We had Logan Paul, social media sensation, uh, taking on the one, the only, Ricochet. And I would say that it started off a little slow in a sense between these guys because I know a lot of people are going in expecting something that will make them both go viral and make it seem as if like you're going to get a bunch of flippy dippy shit that you probably used to anyway and you're expecting from these two but I mean it was a great opening the conference is starting okay cool so I mean it's a great opening for SummerSlam like I said it started out pretty rocky um, but as, as it continue on to start to build up, you see Logan, of course, tapping into being a heel against someone like Ricochet, shading to, uh, the man who I tend to never, uh, acknowledge, um, and everything like that. I mean, the leg drop, like really, he's really working Ricochet in a way where it's like, they're doing all the stuff, I would say, um. I thought maybe it would have been a little bit more, but I I didn't expect much anyway. I didn't I didn't think they was gonna give us like how they did for um, you know, Royal Rumble and things like that. But over the course of the weeks, it's kinda of like what they kind of been giving anyway. I mean, this spot here, the um what's it uh super like over the neck breaker. I mean, the standing Spanish fly outside of the ring. There was it was so much high flying stuff that they did give into this match here, but the thing is about Logan Paul is that in order for him to defeat Ricochet, he needed assistance. He needed help. So he had his friend grab him some brass knuckles just to pick up the victory on Ricochet. Because honestly, I think Ricochet had a Logan Paul's number. But Logan Paul is managed to be a little bit smarter than Ricochet when it comes to this. And I mean, like, this was only his way to get out of here to go to Dallas so that he can watch his brother 
uh, um, fight as he is right now. And I mean, the look on Samantha's face when, the, you know, she had to do exactly what Logan Paul said that she was going to do. And that was be saying his name at the end of the match and not Ricochet. Um, so this match being the opening, um, Ayla, how did you feel about it? I mean, I no, mean, that part was definitely so trifling with Samantha, like, say it again, say my name. I was like, dang, <laughs> she was tore up. But honestly, um, you know, with all the basically tension that they've been having since Royal Rumble that also bled into Money in the Bank, I definitely did think the match was going to start off a bit hotter. Um, you know, I just think that, you know, it's a lot of emotions going on and everybody's thinking of the moment. I do feel like the, the fans and, you know, commentary – or people, I feel like people were just expecting that viral moment. So it's like you're watching it, like you're trying to enjoy it, but then you're just thinking like, well, what's going to be the viral moment? So that kind of takes away from the actual match. Um, but overall, definitely, you know, it was definitely impactful. I think they definitely got on track, you know, in the sense of like intensity and who was all trying to win. And definitely Logan was feeling like his time was being counted because that was a smart idea. Probably paid that guy. They said they saw him earlier in the show together, but he probably slid him a couple hundreds to be like, yo, just in case, slide with these brass knuckles. <laughs> I mean, well, honestly, truly, it seems like you can't really put nothing past uh, Logan Paul in a sense, and he always has friends, and I think Ricochet, you might need to find you some friends, but I don't know if this is maybe just the end of it, but I mean, this is, I would say, one of the biggest matches for uh, Ricochet period because Ricochet doesn't really have the best of luck with Fuse either and I feel like with him and Logan Paul it was it was cool it was fun it did go a little bit long so I definitely agree with that uh, Joseph so that was actually Logan Paul's co-host that gave him those brass knuckles so I didn't put anything past it at all whatsoever but man poor Samantha I know she didn't want to say his name but she was definitely acting girls like you know what uh uh Absolutely. Her job is down, so fortunately, so she yeah. can't be biased. But this suck, he was based, definitely trolling her with that one for sure. We definitely oh, got to see the darkest side of Logan Paul for sure in this match. I thought Samantha was gonna probably jump in and stop it. To be honest, like I was like Samantha, knock him out or something, girl. Use your vocal ability and break his eardrums or something. Right. You know, right? Didn't get that, but you know. Sorry, Samantha, I know you, you know, but somebody said on social media, Samantha, you should be used to ricochet losing. So this this shouldn't hurt you that much. I was like, wow. All right. Y'all are ruthless. <laughs> you know, a lot of people that saying, I'd rather be rich than famous. So. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right, so then we move on with Brock and Cody. This is the third installment, and I mean, the video package, first and foremost, that they did give for uh, Cody and Brock, I said it looks like a trailer, like you should see it inside of the movie theater. Like, this is like the saga that is ending. And I mean, I, I, I mean, within, even within this match, Brock was beating the hell out of Cody. He was beating Cody so bad, the man ripped his shorts, like, straight down the middle like that's how bad the ass whooping that he was giving cody he kept he kept knocking him out the ring he kept trying to get to win by counter he kept telling him to get to stay down brock kept doing everything that he could to end this match accordingly with cody rose and it just was not working at all whatsoever cody would not stay down it did not matter what brock did to him f5 him outside throwing 
putting him through the table, you know, constantly doing however many German suplexes he could do. Um, it was just not working against Cody. And Cody, you know, eventually ended up knocking and pulling off this turnbuckle over here in the corner. And given, you know, given a very, very nice, I want to say that second uh, Cody cutter that he hopped from like the second rope up to like the top rope and then did the Cody cutter the second time, that was very uh, innovative. Never seen him actually do something like that before. He was trying out some new things. And I thought, I thought it was actually really, really good to do that. And I mean, even in the point of, you know, I did not know that this was not like a dis, uh, no disqualification match. I'm like, damn, Cody, like, you should have been disqualified because you did utilize these steps to uh, take out Brock Lesnar and try taking out his arm. And, I mean, I thought that maybe when Brock put him in that Kimura lock, I thought that this was going to be like, all right, Cody, this, is, this might be the end for you because the last time you was in this situation, uh, you got your arm broken. <laughs> and then Cody was like, uh-uh, we're going to flip the script. And he does the same thing to Brock. He puts him in that Kimura lock. And, yeah, those two FIs were absolutely uh, brutal in this match here. But, nonetheless, despite uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar and his wardrobe man function, those three crossroads that he gave to Brock put Brock out and everything. And Cody uh, gains the victory uh, two, two to one in this series and everything. And... Uh, you know, I thought maybe Brock was going to knock his ass out again because of the fact of, you know, how Brock Lesnar is. You cannot trust him. The last time Cody trusted Brock, it landed him in the first match that they had. And so it just showed a sign of respect that Brock has for Cody and definitely saw that tonight. So, I I mean, it was great. I definitely enjoyed the match between, between Brock and Cody. Um, and now, Cody, it's time for you to move on. And I guess, you know, in terms of what you say you don't like to hear anymore, and that is, you know, finish your story, sir, because you're you're still going through different chapters. This saga with you and Brock is ended. Now it's time for you to, you know, maneuver on. But how did you feel about this match with uh Brock and Cody? You know, this being the third one and everything. Well, they definitely did build it up, you know, as it's going to be the third and final, the end of this story for sure. Mm -hmm. um, said about how Brock was trying to get him to tap out. You know, personally, I think that, you know, seeing Cody Rose tenacity through the two matches that they've already had together, like you mentioned, Brock breaking his arm, Cody wrestled through the arm break. He should have known he wasn't going to let the count out go through. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, I think a couple more F5s maybe would have had him, maybe if he would have did that earlier on versus trying to do the count out strategy, you know, he may have prevailed, but, you know, everybody loves Cody Rhodes and it was really nice to see them, you know, basically kind of break character, give each other a hug or Brock, I guess more so the one breaking character, um, you know, to give him a hug at the end, which I'm sure was nice to feel after having such a passionate match with such a big story. Yeah, of course. I just feel like, you know, like I said, I don't necessarily know what the ending of it is going to be with with Cody in a sense and everything, but he did what was needed to be done. You close a chapter on here and now you start your new one come Monday when you guys go to Minneapolis. I, I'm hoping, you know, Cody is out right now on the press conference. So that's why I'm kind of clicking back and forth. Uh, we do have Nikki in there representing Women's Wrestling Talk at the press conference. So hopefully she does get a chance to ask a couple of questions. Um, 
And if not, it's still great to just have someone representing the brand um, while us are virtually at home covering the show for you guys, too. So, <laughs> yeah, the beast can hibernate. The beast can hibernate now, just like I, I plan on hibernating till September. <laughs> so, you have no idea. <laughs> All right. So we move on to the Summer Slam Slim Gym battle royal and of course we we did know all of the contestants that were going to be uh, the participants being in this match one being la night yeah who got a not only you got an entrance but a big big pop um with him coming out as well so i think that you know it's was, it was going great now we knew there was going to be a 25 man battle royal but we only saw 24 participants be named we didn't know who number 25 was until they came out. Now, I know a lot of you guys were like, listen, I had nothing to do with the colossal, the Nigerian giant Omos being the 25th person. However, comma, I'm happy to see Omos because, I mean, I wasn't honestly expecting it to be Omos. I thought maybe it would have been like a return, like a big, big return. But, I mean, it's to me... Omos is a big return. He's another big guy. You know, he's he's off his, you know, honeymoon and everything from getting married and stuff. And, you know, he's he was in the Troy area, you know, doing some things and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, it's it's only right. I mean, we already got, like, you know, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley situation going on. So, I don't know. I don't know what, what is to come. I don't know if, if Bobby and maybe MVP would start having a conversation. Then, you know, it started putting a lot of other things. But... Who honestly knows? But it was really, really nice seeing Omos back. Um, and I mean, he was clearing people out from the jump, honestly, um, up until he did get <laughs> up until he did get eliminated alone. A lot of the people um, carrying cross, catch your days because I'm sick of you. Like I've always have been like I always will be is sick of you. I'm so tired of you. You really cost AJ Styles an opportunity because you're like because of your feud that you supposedly still have with him that I want you to get rid of. And so in the end, it ended up just being uh Seamus and LA Knight, and they ran back again the move that they try to do on Friday, um, that they basically botched, and I guess they less gave out, but they tried again and it was executed perfectly. And I mean, honestly, truly, if LA Knight did not win tonight, I have no idea. Um, what is to say? Nikki's asking a question right now. I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm trying to pay attention too, though. But LA Knight did end up picking up the victory, so I am extremely, extremely, extremely happy um, that he did get that victory and everything. Oh, look at Nikki. I see her. I see her. Uh, so glad she got to be able to ask Cody a, a question and everything. But yeah, LA Knight winning. Um, it was only right per se because I mean LA Knight has been. He's been growing a lot uh, since he's been on the main roster, and he's truly been proving like he's number one in merch sales. Anytime someone comes out, you know he 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 just has it. Honestly, in ring ability, he has the star power, my skills. Like he literally has the total package. And I don't know, like I just. I'm happy that he won. I will say this was meant. This was meant for him. The only the only thing that I have an issue with is the fact of we don't know what what the. I mean, I guess 
I mean, they showed the significance of, I guess, this battle royal because, I guess, what, Macho Man type thing or whatever. But my thing is that, okay, well, he won this battle royal. What's next? You know? I have no idea, yeah. but... Yeah, go ahead, Ava. Yeah, at the end, I was like, what did he win? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Omos with the 25th. I I don't even have really an opinion on that, but what I did have an opinion on that. That was very yeah. interesting. Now, only a select few people got to have an entrance. You know, Miz, Styles, mm-hmm. LA Knight. I think that was it. One of the person probably, but what, what was interesting to me is that the champion, the United States champion, Austin Theory, who's in the Royal Rumble, didn't have an entrance. He's literally the only champion. Yeah. I, I thought that was so odd. Like, he should have definitely been one of them that had um, an entrance, especially being the one champion of WWE. So, you know, you want to make, you know, like, you know, a company wants to make every belt seem important. Every belt is important. But right. I've kind of feel like when you do something like that, it kind of makes it seem like you kind of, it's not important. That's true. And I mean, like with, with Austin Theory, it's kind of like, even though he's holding United States champion, we've, a lot of people have forgotten that he's even holding this title. That's the crazy thing. Like you, like the Miz got a little bit of an entrance. AJ Styles got an entrance, but like theory didn't make sense. Yeah. So it's like, but honestly, true. Like I said, for the, for the past few weeks, months, Theory has not been the person that people have really truly like cared about enough in a sense. And it just sucks with the fact that like, you know, he's champion. He doesn't, it's not like when you look at Gunther, Gunther is like, of course he's carrying the IC title. He's really, he's really, really being showcased a lot. Theory is sometimes you even forget he exists. He doesn't really have opponents and everything. So it's kind of just like, what what's which what, what are y'all gonna do with theory? Um right. I mean, yeah. It seemed like when he was on a lot, and it's just the fact that mm-hmm. it's all about bookings, you know, are you books, right. you know? So you can't only do what you could do. But I feel like when he was on a lot, Gunther wasn't mm-hmm. on a lot. Now Gunther's on a lot, then he's not on a lot. So it's like, mm-hmm. is there not enough room? Uh, but I definitely know that most is fame. Nick I'm gonna say Nick, but I know it's Rick Booz. <laughs> Yeah, he made a fatal mistake because he was trying to throw Omos out on his mm-hmm. own, which was ridiculous. So then he instantly just got thrown over. Like, yeah. bro, there was still like twenty people in the ring at that <laughs> point. You could have got some help, but he you know, have. he got a little overzealous there. He could have another another part of this battle royal. I would say is realizing that if I was to ever see The Miz and Grayson Wilder be a tag team, I would not be mad at it. It was just like they literally looked in a mirror and was like, hey, I have a show. You have a show. I'm an asshole. You're an asshole. We 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 mesh. We work together. We look like we could be the biggest asshole as a tag team together. The only thing is, like, Miz is on Raw. LA, um, Grayson Wilder is on SmackDown. So I mean, I don't necessarily know what we would do there, but I I liked it. Yeah, I really did. That's nothing but thing. One of them will show up on each other, the other one show, but that's exactly that's the point they were trying Mm -hmm. to get across. That's the point they definitely got across. Like like they were looking Mm -hmm. in a mirror. 
Well, listen, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, we can still see a little bit of Bronson Reed and his situation with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and even Shinsuke and Tommaso as well. So, like, um, just a lot of other feuds that's still implemented in there. Of course, Santos and Theory Theory will be defending his U.S. Uh, championship this Friday on SmackDown against Santos, the one who did eliminate him, and I was happy about that. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I hope that LA Knight does get something out, out of this outside of just actually just winning this battle royal and everything. He definitely deserves to get something out of this. So maybe after you know Theory and Santos match, maybe he can insert himself somewhere in that in a way where you know maybe we can see him become champion um on the main roster uh pretty pretty soon so yeah okay. they do <laughs> speaking of maybe some people had like mixed emotions about this match here uh we had ronda rousey versus Shayna baszler in an mma rule style match oh. now it's really exactly what it is it's a fight it's mma style and I personally didn't see an issue with this match because it's exactly what it is. If you if you're used to watching MMA or UFC and things like that, you will understand the logistics of what this match would be like. Is either you tap someone out or they pass out. You know what I'm saying? That's those are your only two options. There's no penny. There's none of that. It's just it was I for me wise, I enjoyed this match between these two because it really allowed you to see you know, them tapping to their to their MMA style bag when it comes to their previous career and everything. So I personally definitely enjoyed this match. And I mean, uh, Shayna getting this victory, she definitely needed it. Honestly, I wished it. I, I would have loved also even more if this was the fight pit for them too. The same way y'all did with like Rollins and uh, um, what is his name? Riddle. Y'all should have did it for Shayna and Ronda. But also, I think rest, some wrestling fans do not watch UFC or MMA. So to them, it was just like, I don't know what's going on. Some people, I heard some people saying that the crowd was like saying it was, it was boring and things like that. But it was just like, it's only boring to you because maybe it's something that you're not used to. You you expected a wrestling match, but this is an MMA style match. There's nothing but punches, knees, kicks. All this stuff. And I mean, the kick that Shayna gave to Ronda was nasty. The knee that Ronda gave to Shayna was nasty. Like, it was really, really good up until, like, you know, I mean, you can you can see, like, Shayna going back to her braids. She kind of used to wear it back in uh, UFC and everything like that. And I mean, like, they were really going crazy. Like I said, that knee that Ronda uh, gave to Shayna, I thought maybe she busted Shayna open. Um, in a sense as well. And then she was really trying to tackle Shayna's arm uh, as well. And even to the point where Shayna kind of, she kind of sat down and, and sat out for a bit. And then the uh, medic starts to come in and, you know, see if she's all right and everything. And then Ronda started moving her ass out the way. So, uh, she's not giving up. She's not quitting. Come on. You, you wanted this. You wanted to fight. So we're, we're finna fight. And, you know, Shayna gets up though that uh, mouth guard. And then eventually she ends up choking out ronda rousey and she ends up winning this match so i mean like like i said i knew that shana was gonna win i was going for shana in a sense and everything but hey i'm 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 personally am, am not mad at it so but what did you think about this match here with uh, ronda and shana um i definitely wasn't mad at it either i definitely agree with you in the sense that they're gonna go ahead and name it an mma style fight why not just put them in a cage 
Um, with both of them being, you know, described as such the badasses as they are, I did yeah. think it was going to be more um, of a trade-off in the beginning, but, you know, Rhonda was being her ass. <laughs> um, but it definitely seemed like a very emotional moment um, for the both of them, genuinely. And overall, I definitely did like the match. I can't complain. Yeah, so... I know, I know, Joseph. I I know you was gunning for Ronda to win, but I told you that Shannon was going to win. But you, you try to argue me down. You wanted to get in the fight pit with me, telling me that Ronda was going to win. I told you that she was not going to win. So, but hey, I don't know. Everybody was already talking about that she was leaving. That's why they made the storyline to wrestle each other. You know, yeah. that's just what it says. But you don't know. But it definitely was yeah. given. Shannon was going to win. Yeah, but also feathers if like this was gonna be considered to be Rhonda's last match too. By the way, that just it was just a vibe was the vibe was also off a bit too, uh, with them and everything and just the match period like that. I will let you know right now, Detroit. Yeah, might be the worst crowd ever in a sense for some things. Like, take take us back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> like Puerto Rico would ate this up maybe. Um, but I don't know. It was it was really close, but. Shout out to Shayna. Shayna needed Shayna, in my opinion, needed this victory uh, so that she can like kind of go off and get back to that vicious side of Shayna Baszler that is more so needed. Also, speaking of Shayna, uh, Nikki, our senior writer here, did do an interview with her uh, for SummerSlam weekend. It is currently up, I believe, on our YouTube channel. So you can definitely go and check that out. It was a great interview. A lot of other interviews are coming out really, really soon. Uh, so definitely go and check out those interviews, uh, especially the one for Shayna as well. All right. So we move on with a very, very hard-hitting match being Gunther versus the returning Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. Wisely enough, this title made it to the pay-per-view and theories did not. But it makes a lot of sense because theory really, didn't, in, in my opinion, didn't really have opponents build up for him in a sense or to be in the feud and everything like that too, um, to even be made on the main card and everything. So Gunther and uh drew man like last time we saw drew in a sense with this match here was or being involved with going through was for um wrestlemania where sheamus was involved in this match too and it was very hard hitting and Gunther ended up retaining his title and i mean there were so many different um things that were happening with drew and go through the chops the 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 bruises i mean the the claiborne the powerbomb the the clotheslines just it was just everything about this match was so 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 good like it was it was a pick me up to a lot to a lot of people to be honest the, especially with the last match being ronda and Shayna, they felt that this match here was a, a bit of a pick me up um gunther when he runs and do those damn like two drop that big drop kick to people and it bags them up into the corner. I absolutely love that. That Claiborne that uh Drew gave to Gunther. I thought that Drew was going to be picking up this victory, but Gunther has a reign uh to the feet. He has um I think it's the was the honky tonk man I think or is it I think it's somebody 
um, that he's that uh, reign that he's trying to beat for the longest time of holding this title. Um, he is over 400 days. So, I mean, like, Gunther is is really, truly, like, working his way up to becoming the longest intercontinental champion um, in history. So, Honky went 454 days, and Gunther is, I mean, I think he is almost there to surpass it if he hasn't already and everything. But Gunther is truly, like, putting this IC title on the map uh, in a way that, you know, we haven't seen it in a long time since I say, like, The Miz and everything, or even like when Seth Rollins was holding it too, but I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I don't know who can stop Gunther at all whatsoever. I have no idea who could be the person to take this intercontinental title off Gunther, but I am hoping for Dragunov. I really am. I feel like Dragunov, Ilya Dragunov down in NXT could be the one to the throne Gunther. I, I feel like that he could be the one. Uh, but that's just me. But that's just because I want to see more violence. Uh, because Dragonov is crazy and he's known for dropping his whole body on people the same way Gunther dropped those chops and drop kicks on people too. Uh, so shout out to Gunther for uh retaining this title. But Ayla, how did you feel about this? Uh Drew, did you maybe have a, a think thought that maybe Drew could have defeated uh, Gunther since, I mean, this is pretty much Drew's, like, return to a pay-per-view since he had been out for a while. Absolutely. And I was going to say, I know I'm young. I can't even control it. it is, I am well past my time. <laughs> uh, but absolutely, hell yeah, towards the end of that match, I just knew. I literally thought it was over. I was like, oh, I just knew Drew was going to win. I was like, mm -hmm. Gunther had a great run. This is the moment. It's happening now. Um, but it definitely was a great, but, you know, didn't, but he retained. But it definitely was a great match. And I think that uh, both of them took advantage of the fact that wrestling uh, is someone near their size. Gunther took yeah. advantage of wrestling someone, you know, bigger than him, coming off the top with the with the splash. Like, you yeah. know, um, but, you know, he basically had to dig in his pockets to be able to do anything to be able to retain the championship. So, mm -hmm. you know. That it was a very um, interesting match. It always is filled with a lot of passion uh, with either of those two men in the ring. Yeah. So Roman is a no-show for the conference and the wars to speak in for him in his honor. I mean, I guess he's going to let y'all wait until Friday to figure out, you know, why, what happened, what happened. But like I said, we'll definitely dive a little bit more into that. Joseph is watching the press. That conference. is so fun. He's such a you know, diva. He is definitely a diva. He really was like, actually, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I'm just as confused as you guys are. So we'll have to talk about it on Friday. Um so we move on here to where my sadness begin. Um and it's a simple fact of I wanna I just wanna say that. I, I was rooting for Finn in this match, like, heavenly. Like, I felt like this this was the moment for Finn Balor to capture this new title. That he has been trying to get revenge from, from somebody for seven years. Seven years. He even, it is it, bothering him for that long that he even painted on his body in this, in these exact spots that he got injured in by the man that he faced tonight. Seth Rollins, who gave a little bit of Willy Wonka. Not only did he give that, 
He also, because Seth Rollins is known for playing mind games with people, he puts on the same exact vest that he faced Finn Balor in for that Universal Championship. The same exact one. Not only does he wears it, he also takes it off and throws it at Finn, which truly awakens what used to be the demon. Shout out to Edge for actually ruining that for us as well. And Finn knocks the hell out of Seth Rollins. Like, you, he throws a jacket at him and then he talks to that bitch outside the ring. And he was like, you know what? Since you want to keep playing, I'm going to knock your ass out. And that's exactly what he did to Seth. He knocked his ass out and then he started beating the hell out of Seth. And so, honestly, I this this whole match here it was it was really really good. There was a lot of different shades to uh, the the first encounterment that these two had for a title, and even within the moment of the turnbuckle bomb that Seth, that basically injured Finn Balor in this in the in the first place. The reason why he was only able to hold the Universal Champion for not even not even two beyond twenty four hours in a sense as well because he had to vacate it and everything. Um, but it's this entire match was sickening up until the point where Damian Priest comes out and he comes out and I guess he thought that he was trying to help Finn win this match and win this title. Even Rhea and Dominic comes out from behind and try to assist as well, which I mean, basically ended up with Damian getting knocked down, the Rev getting knocked down, and then Dominic gets curved stone, and then Rhea, you know, she tries to assist, you know, and moves out the way so that she doesn't get hit by self. And then Damian throws in the brief, like Damian and Finn have a stare down, and then he he throws in the briefcase in a sense of trying to be a little bit of a distraction and also help Finn in a sense, to go around the way and become a distraction with not only did he did it not, did it backfire, Finn loses again for this same title. And even self tells him, do it, cash in. But I don't, I don't know, like, I'm like, Damien, you know I love you. You are my favorite. Finn is my favorite, too, but <sighs> Damien, you, 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 you are the reason. You, you came out here, and you basically, you once again have cost Finn this damn title. For the second time, you have, and you're not even cashing in. That's the thing. You're trying to outsmart someone who literally cashed in on somebody at WrestleMania, who's already been in this position before when it comes to cashing in on people. He's all self is not stupid. He's been in these positions before. He knows every book in the game. And Damien, you y'all just constantly keep messing it up. And, and it sucks. Y'all are making me mad in so many different ways. And it, it is pissing me off. And I'm just like, y'all are. Are tr you are truly ruining this for Finn. And I feel as if, like, the eruption in the Judgment Day is going to be nasty work. Because come tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, but come Monday, when they have to have this conversation of what the hell is going on, I thought we were on the same page. Damien, what are you doing? 
there's going to be a lot of friction and a lot of issues between Judgment Day starting back up again when we thought everything was okay a few weeks ago. So, but shout out to um, Seth for retaining his title. Um, hmm, I don't know. I have no idea. What are your thoughts, Ayla? Because I, I became very, very sad and heartbroken um, that Finn did not win the title. I mean, it definitely did watching the match seem like this could have been Finn's moment to win the title. Having the seven-year-long, you know, <laughs> grudge, it was, like, pretty crazy. That was funny. Obviously, yeah. I laughed a little bit. Like, seven years since he, <laughs> like, he's gone off the same vest. Like, is it the same vest? Is it? Or did the seats just make a replica of the vest? Or, like, where are they keeping this vest for seven years? I don't know. I have to. <laughs> but I was just wondering, you know, but, uh, you know, Damien Priest definitely sabotaged that. I was also thinking, like, even towards the part where it still was feeling, seeming like Finn could have won. What if he did? He was just getting his ass whooped, so he wasn't really in the best of shape if he would have won. So was Damien Priest going to cash in on his buddy? Like, that's what I was thinking towards the end. Like, oh, shit. You know, what if this goes down? Is he about to cash in because he's not looking too hot? Then that's definitely yeah. going to cause friction with Judgment Day, but... I don't know. It seemed like they all had good intentions, and it just backfired. But I don't know. At the end, Priest was looking kind of, kind of weird, you know. Yeah. Like basically, like he was just worried about himself more so. So I don't know what his intentions really were, but we'll have to see this week coming up when they talk about it. <laughs> it seems as if like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say it. I don't want to feel like Damien is working with self innocence, but you're doing, you're, you're not, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't even know if this whole thing could really just be a plan or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't know, but y'all, y'all really upset me by self, you know, I, I, I do like stuff, but I, this was, this was more for fan. This was made for fan to, to finally get his opportunity. And you did point something out, uh, Joseph, by saying that do we get fan versus uh, self three at payback with a stipulation? I think that um, we may we may get it. I think that is 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 it, it needs to happen and everything. I I don't know. I have no idea, but I think that it does happen. I hope that it does happen, and maybe Judgment Day is banned from ringside until the match is over with, and then maybe that would be the I moment. I thought they were banned happens. this time, but then they came out. I was like, oh, okay. And they they're never banned for long, to be honest. Like they'll say they are. Have a match. There. I thought that was <laughs> probably so, um, but I, I have no idea. But maybe this becomes a stipulation. Maybe it becomes like a hell in a cell or something. Uh, maybe it becomes I don't I don't know. It, it needs to be something where Judgment Day. Uh, this was three. No, this was this was like they had the first match the last time, um, like for the world title wise. Like this is like for new, like new now wise. Like it is. Yeah. It's Second one, uh, this is only the second match that they had, uh, with each other exactly for this title, too. So, I don't know, but shout out to Seth for winning, yay, him, I guess. <laughs> All right, so we move on to I, I wouldn't say more depression for me, but slight happiness, but a little bit of still depression in this match here. So, of course, I like, tell me about it. Okay, so we had 
Asuka defending her WWE Women's Championship against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. Uh, these women not only looked absolutely amazing tonight, it definitely was a slow start. I guess they were really trying to figure out some things. I know TJ Wilson uh, did produce this match here for these three ladies, but it was a lot of feeling around, trying to figure some things out, some very, very close calls. And I mean, with triple threat matches, it gets very, very tricky. I, I went into this match with an open mind um, because of the fact that I, I just wanted to not have my focus solely on a Bianca winning because Bianca was the person that I'm, I'm going for always in, in situations when it comes to any match she is a part of. But I, I wouldn't have been mad at, at whoever would have won this match, but I was definitely rooting for Bianca. But this match here, I mean, of course, we kind of know the story of the fact that this, this build has been around uh, Bianca and Charlotte in a sense of with gunning for the belt and the title that Oscar is carrying. And to see the showdown between the Bianca and Charlotte just for a little bit of the most part, kind of taking Oscar out of the equation just a little bit. Uh, Bianca definitely shined tonight. She did uh, an amazing job. All of these ladies, you know, did what they could. And despite, let me tell you something, Charlotte, I don't know who's doing your, your wardrobe girl, but a lot of times... We might need to uh, figure out some pullover shirts or tops and everything because the zip ups, the snaps, they're just, I don't know what it is, girl, but they're just, they're not, they're not staying the way it needs to be. Maybe you need to take some pointers from Bianca to figure out how to keep yourself together because, girl, you are always having a wardrobe malfunction in your matches. But this one here was like major and everything. But luckily for Oscar and Bianca, they did continue on over in the corner just to try to, you know, keep the diffusion down the slow pace of the match while Charlotte, you know, gets her, you know, wardrobe back uh, in place and everything. But like I said, uh, Oscar coming in with the Oscar kicks and everything with Bianca and uh, Charlotte, even this beautiful moonsault that um, Charlotte did on both Oscar and Bianca. And even the first attempt for the 450 splash that Bianca tried to do on Oscar um, and uh, Charlotte did not, uh, concede in any type of way um but the talk of it was the fact of that there was a nasty fall that bianca had took uh by hitting her knee on the steps and everything which i mean i thought i was like, oh my goodness i thought bianca was out of there you know bianca's great at selling a lot of things but i thought that she was out of there i swear i was like, oh my goodness i don't need this right now like no 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 this is not how we this is not how we take her out of the equation and everything but Medics came out and they, you know, sort of walked Bianca to the back, but eventually uh, it ended up, ended up just starting to be just Oscar and Charlotte until Bianca comes back. And while Charlotte has Oscar in that figure eight, even on a limp leg, limp knee, Bianca hits that 450 splash onto Charlotte, which we thought that was the end of it. I thought that was the end of it, but Charlotte kicks out. And then we get back over to Oscar getting knocked out of the ring. And then Charlotte takes out uh, or starts to work on Bianca's leg, injured leg, puts her in the figure eight. And then Oscar, Oscar puts 
uh, the blue mist into Charlotte's face, making it a big, big distraction. And even the sense of Oscar thought that she was going to go over to Bianca and do something. Bianca ends up rolling up Oscar and winning this title. The like the eruption, the roar. I was extremely happy, so so happy. I was like, Oh my god, Bianca finally, finally, finally got her title back. She did what was needed to be done, and she ended up pinning the champion. This does say save Charlotte Innocence, but she ended up uh pinning the champion. Now things get a lot more interesting in the fact of EO Sky comes out and Bailey let it be known that she is not going to stop EO from any of her cash-in arrangements that she may have. She said she was not going to be stopping her at all whatsoever. And not and Bailey comes out right behind EO. They take out Charlotte, they take out uh Oscar, and then Bianca tried, she tried her best to stop EO from doing the cash-in, but it did not work that way. And, uh, well, EO, after she after she cashes in, they ring the bell, EO does her moonsault, and now we have a, a new, new WWE Women's Champion. And we even have the return of Dakota Kai coming out in celebration with EO for winning this title as well. We know um, Dakota Kai did get injured um, along with Liv Morgan at the time for that tag match and everything with her ACL. And, but seems like she is good and she is back, sort of. But she shared this moment with uh, Damage Control. We know that a year ago for SummerSlam, Damage Control made their made their debut together as one and being this faction on Bianca Belair. So, I mean... I guess it really only makes sense that a year later we're we're back here. Damage control is still together, but this time EO being Miss Money in the Bank cashes in on Bianca Belair, an injured Bianca Belair, and she wins this title. I I can't say that I'm not upset about it because I'm not really upset, but you know, it's great for EO. And everything she did, she I mean, she did what, what she needed to do, and everything. It sucks that it has to be Bianca Belair and everything, but I feel like this moves out of the equation of the fact that maybe we will end up having like Bianca and uh Charlotte somewhere down the line, or maybe I don't I don't really know the significance of Bianca's leg either, though. Too, um, I don't know. Why couldn't Oscar eat the pen? I have absolutely no idea why Oscar couldn't eat the pen in this. Um, definitely, you want to make sure that you do watch Bailey closer because basically, Bailey did implement in that uh, earlier today video that they put on social media that she that she would be winning the women's champion, and then said, "I'm sorry, EO will be winning." So it seems like to me, Bailey still has her eyes on that championship, but who knows? You you can never really really trust. Uh, Bailey at all, but this triple threat match here between these uh amazing women, and even though Bianca did win and did you know get cashed in on, uh, how did you feel about the match? Uh, and the ending of it, I mean, this match was great, it had me all the way invested. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's obvious because you know, Charlotte is. <laughs> Asuka, nobody's ready, but you know, I would love to see Bianca win again, and when she did, I was like, oh, yeah! 
And then here comes EO. And I'm like, yes, Bailey definitely has an ulterior motive because she was like, get the ref, get the ref, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, when, when Bianca got taken out, like, it was just such a, like, they, like, everyone was playing it smart. They were hitting the moves on two people at once, trying to, you know, whoever's not going to be able to kick out, like, I'll take it any way I can type vibe, like, any way possible. Um, they all were putting it all in the ring, left it all in the ring. When Charlotte, you know, bandered, uh Bianca over to the outside and she hit her leg on the stairs. I mean, that was such a loud thud and she just immediately started crying. I was just tore up inside. I was just like, oh my God, this sucks. Like now she, she like tore her in ACL, that's like nine months, you know? But it's just like, you know, everything, you know, you gotta be positive, whatever. But the way she kept looking back, like, dang, I just can't leave. I just can't leave. I'm like, nah, I think she might turn around and try to try to finish this up. That's exactly what she did. So, you know, I definitely think it was, that was a great story. I They, they had me invested. When she won, I was excited. When EO came out, my heart was ringing. EO won. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen and if, if what is Bailey going to try to take her championship like it's our championship mm-hmm. you know let me hold it today so mm-hmm. oh, don't be getting punked by Bailey either yeah because I mean Bailey did pretty much help EO clear the pathway to uh, actually you know get this title and everything so I don't know what to say for and everything, but I am definitely sure that it's going to be a great ride uh, for EO uh, Sky being champion, and I'm ready to see exactly what happens. But my only thing is, EO, you have two losses against Zelina Vega. So, two losses. I would like to mention that this is the second match of the night where we had uh, Jess Carr. She was the referee match. And then with um, Seamus and Drew, we had Daphne and Sean. Um, you know, to me, it is always nice to see them both on the same card because typically mm-hmm. they do love SmackDown and mm-hmm. Raw. Both ladies were definitely looking fabulous. Um, mm-hmm. So it does take a lot for the referees. Like, they're a huge part of the match um, yeah. going on, relaying all the messages, you know, with the time mm-hmm. limits and everything. Um from the producer, so I thought that was pretty sick that they both um, also got to do a championship match. Yeah. Also interested to see if there's going to be more women anytime soon going to the main roster. Or just in general, getting mm-hmm. hired across any of the co- um, companies, more uh, female referees, female managers, you know, just the roles that, you know, other than wrestling. That's true. I mean, we don't really have that many um, women managers um, or women refs. I think they're pretty much the only two. I mean, at one point they did have another woman's ref down in NXT, but ended up letting her go. I don't know. Maybe somewhere in the future, I think that we would we would see more. I think they're just trying to test it out. But Jessica and um, Daphne do a great job. Um, as refs, I always be anytime that I feel like Gunther is in a match with somebody, especially dealing with those chops that they be doing, I'd be um scared for Miss Aja. <laughs> like, I know she was like, you in a ring full of a, a lot of large men. I don't, girl, I don't know what to be putting you, putting you out there. 
Um, but she she handles it uh, really well, and even Jessica too. So yeah. shout out to those ladies and everything. And hopefully we do have more women managers coming in. And hope we do have more women referees and just women uh, coming in in general. So. I don't know. But yeah, Zelina definitely should be EO's first challenger because she does have two pins over her um, and everything. So I don't know. That'd be I, good. It would be. A ring. Oh, all right. Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so shout out to uh, EO for winning. Before we get into, of course, the talk of the night. Um, the shocker of the night, the all things around of the night. Um, we're going to take a, a short commercial break and we will be right back, guys. Hey, peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like, Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On the Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. All right, guys. Um, we have to talk about what could have been the end of Roman Roman's reigns. Um, but unfortunately, when you run across siblings who manage to probably be jealous of you, envious of you, and hate to see you have a shine or allow themselves to be manipulated, exactly what they say they will never be, and that is nobody's bitch and ends up being exactly that. Um, we get into the main event for tonight, uh, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso for not only the title of the Undisputed Universal Champion, but also, also the title of Tribal Chief, honestly. And um, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. Um it's just a lot that that was going on within this match. I mean, even a Roman, you know, saying that the ref will not give you this lay, Paul will not give you this lay. But I'm if you beat me, I will be the one to put this around your neck. Now, Jay, I I, I was rooting for you a lot in a sense. I really thought that you, I really thought that Jay could have been the one to pull it off because of the sense of it. Everybody's like, who's gonna be the one to beat Roman? We finally get someone who could possibly do that. And it it didn't it didn't turn out that way. It did not. Um, even throughout this entire match, I mean, Jay was having a lot of the Roman was was doing a lot of beatings as well on Jay. Um, Jay was getting a lot of upper hands too. Roman was beating the hell out of Jay with that damn kendo stick, honestly. But 
you know, and really talking a lot of mess to him like he always do per usual. And then Jade switched the, and turned the tables on him and he started beating his ass with the kendo stick and he ended up putting him through a table and everything. And it was just a lot that was going on. He even dragged uh, Roman out uh, of the ring and even out into the audience, the crowd with beating him with that strap belt. You know, saying this here um, was absolutely beautiful. Him going in to do like I think he was trying to do a crossbody, but a Roman ended up hitting him with that Superman punch. Like I said, even in the midst of um, Roman being taken out and moving on out to the crowd and everything, I knew that this one-on-one would not last forever. I knew that it wasn't. Solo was going to be somewhere around the corner, peeking out seeing what's going on, finding a way to insert himself into this match. And he did exactly uh, that. So we know about the rules of what this tribal comeback club is what I like to call it supposed to be. And it exact it was exactly what it was not supposed to be. Family, blood related, was not supposed to be touching each other. But a couple weeks ago, that actually all went out the window when Roman and Solo put their hands on Jay Russo. So all that went out of the window. Same thing went out of the window um, tonight. And Roman, it seems like to me that there, there seems to be a little some tension between probably Solo and Roman in the sense of the fact that when Solo and Roman try to do, of course, that Samoan Spike Spear on Jay, Jay moves out the way and he, uh, Solo ends up taking the spear from Roman Reigns. And then even when they maneuver outside and you kind of see a little bit of a stare down between Roman and Solo where it seems like a lot of miscommunication to the point where Roman gets speared into the barricade. Now, this is kind of like where things really, really take a turn. Because in the midst of Jay about to take this victory, take the pin, win this title, become the new tribal chief, somebody pulls him out of the ring. Now, I thought maybe it was going to be like another Uso because Jay did say that he was bringing everybody out, the ancestors, and the whole family. The entire family was going to be out for this match here. I didn't see any of the damn family. I don't know if they were sitting in a special section or if they were hiding somewhere. Well, obviously, Jimmy was hiding somewhere because of the fact that what the fuck are you doing? Why did you, what is the reason behind this? Jimmy? What is the reason? Like, I like, I was like, okay, who, I was like, who could this be? Because honestly, truly, they all sort of kind of built the same a bit and everything. And to see that this is Jimmy coming out and being the one to cost his brother the match. You cost your brother the opportunity to not only dethrone Roman, but become tribal chief. You cost him this moment. I don't understand why you did it, Jimmy. I don't. But you you turned your back on your brother 
But what I think, though, when I think about this, is when a time where Jimmy was a little bit in Jay's shoes when Jimmy had came back. And Jay was all up on Roman ads. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's not like that. It's still family, blah, blah, things and that. And even when Jimmy was doing the whole nobody's bitch thing, and then he started to, like, kind of just shift and, you know, start to fall in line with the bloodline and everything. And it seems as if, like, I don't know if Roman has gotten into his head or maybe even Paul Heyman got into Jimmy's head to say that or make it seem as if, like, you know what? You are the reason that all this stuff has happened. You are the cause of all of this. And so for that, I have to get rid of you. I have You are the problem type thing. And I mean, Roman was just as confused as trying to figure out what the hell is going on. You know? It wasn't really clear when Solo came out. Like, who was he helping? But after that, after Roman speared him, it seemed like he was a bit conflicted. Like, who am I helping? That's true. Like, I don't know. He didn't help Roman off the floor, but then also started attacking Jay. So it's like, wait a minute. He didn't, I don't even think he even knew what he wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I mean, this scene here, I mean, Paul behind uh, Jimmy, and I mean, Jay is on the ground looking like, what the hell is going on? Which ends up leading to where Roman Reigns is still your non-speeding universal champion but also still the tribal chief meaning that this shit continues on to how the fuck ever long y'all want this to continue on honestly and maybe maybe jimmy is not with roman maybe he could just be jealous of jay but there has to be a reason we have to find out what this reason is for why jimmy did what he did and roman may look a little bit confused but this was the same confusion that he had when Solo came out and helped him against Drew McIntyre. So. Indeed, yes. So I don't know. But seems like, you know, y'all not going to get out of this. Uh, y'all not going to get out of this at all. Whatsoever. I'm out of it, honestly. He ain't. My, he's not my tribal chief. He's not my champion. So I was never a part of any of, of, of this. <laughs> Been a champion forever. So I don't know, but um what did you what did you think of this this whole cinematic moment? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Definitely cinematic. I mean it's a family matter fighting on TV. I feel like um Mm -hmm. The way that Jay was carrying himself in the beginning of the match, I feel like he was doubting himself. I feel like he wasn't feeling 100% confident that, you know, he could somehow make a win because it really only takes him three seconds, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I feel like if he probably would have, like, he started building confidence towards the end of the match, but mm-hmm. then Solo came out, you know, you already right. knew you said like this can't be clear like even with judgment day like you're like this can't just be a clean cut match no interference no. everybody knows everybody knows they got their posse i know it is it's 123 here where i'm uh everybody knows they got their posses so mm-hmm. it's like something was gonna pop off but i think like what i was saying earlier with roman accidentally spearing solo 
that really threw up the dynamic of what was going to go on. So then once Jimmy came and pulled the leg or the man in black pulled the leg, you're like, well, who the hell is this? Because there's definitely a point um, while we're watching and things are, you know, Jimmy's getting, Jay's getting beat up. Well, we're literally like, where is Jimmy? Like, there's yeah. no way Jimmy's not going to come out. But of course, you think Jimmy's going to come out to help Jay. So when he took that hood off, he's staring him down like, that was a real, like, real intense stare down. Like, what is, what happened? What's going on? So it's, like, very interesting to see, like, what is going to happen next. Um, it would seem that, you know, Roman probably will talk to Jay, like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. They'll stay united. Shoot, Solo might venture out on his, by himself, because he didn't even help Roman off the floor. That's and true. then, you know what I mean? And then Jay clearly is alone. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the family dynamic is. And, you know, they all had their dads on their packages, pre-packages. Mm -hmm. Now what? What's going to happen at the family okay. and Thanksgiving? Huh? It's going to be a, a, a fight, I'm telling you. Um, but, yeah, it, it was – it's just – it's still a shocker. It's still a, 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 a disbelief in, in all of that stuff. Like, I don't know. I have no idea what the outcome is going to be when it comes to Roman Reigns, but honestly, I've checked out a long time ago when it comes to just what his title defenses is like and everything. It's it's the same it's the same outcome somehow, some way. Even if they implement and add more stories, yeah, make sure there is no alcohol at that family reunion. No matter how many you know stories they tend to add and implement into this Roman Roman and his reigns and everything like that, but. I think eventually, somewhere down the line, I guess once they get to where they feel like this story or could be ending, um, who knows? Paul is always crying. He's a crying ass bitch. But I was about to say we got to take a shout for Paul, yo. He be putting in that work, boy. Yeah. He's best best actor. I'm so sick of him crying. He's always crying every chance he get. He cried every, every chance. You know, you right. is too big to be crying like that. Too yeah, I love you, Chow Chi. Like, he's, he, trust me, he knows. He gets it. Uh, so, yeah, that that pretty much uh, will bring us to the end of the SummerSlam uh, poster and everything. I did see Joseph asked, can we get Santana and Ayla's uh, thoughts on Triple H telling Emily May that if women main event it, if women main event, it's not because the press and fans want it. The matches calls for it to. Also, he claims no matches were cut. Um, I, in regards to you know, if women main event it, um, and it's not because of the press and the fans wanted the match. It's the match that calls for it. I mean, I can understand that in the sense of that there has been a plethora of matches in this world that. Fans have wanted and press have wanted or thought they were going to get. And then sometimes we get those matches and they don't even live up to what people expect it to be. You know, saying it's all about it takes a it's all about, you know, the stories and what's being implemented and how it's going to be placed on the card. But it's really a lot that goes into that. And honestly, I'm not in creative. I'm not in booking. 
I don't I don't have nothing to do with any of that stuff. So my thing is that yes, I know the whole conversation of like Becky, Rhea, and Trish not being on the card, you know, and I guess I'm saying that no matches were cut or anything like that. But if you're already if you're already going for a time limit for a lot of things and they're already majority of your time is gonna go towards the main event being Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Do we really want matches that people want on that card to be cut? short because if we're going to be giving people a long time to do things the women's matches would have been cut in a sense so yeah, I'm I think that, yeah you know. that's a good point santana for sure and i think the same i think that it's a very valuable moment and it's very nice of them to have not cut any matches because mm -hmm. you know working on a live event you know sometimes you do have a certain time allowed and you do have to cut matches but with being such a huge company they could just buy more airtime and i'm pretty sure that's what their plan was for today mm -hmm. um you know of course it we would never know why the women have a main event you couldn't say otherwise you couldn't say we only do it because yeah. <laughs> the fans are pressuring us you know what i mean because i definitely mm -hmm. think that um, years ago, prior to women being in any one, two, three, or whatever, four main events or yeah. the main event at all, there was definitely matches, women's matches on the card that very well could have been a main event, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like it just wasn't that time yet. So now that we're in that time that women can and are in main events, yes, those women definitely deserve to be in a main event spot. And I'm pretty sure that is why they were there. Um, but it did take a moment for the world to allow this to happen, you know? Yeah. I, you know, so. But, you know, we're here for it. You know, Triple H has three daughters, so. <laughs> he's showing strong women. His house is full of women, okay? So, right. you know what I'm saying? We, like, Triple H, he doesn't, he, he, Sometimes things, like you always say, sometimes things take time, you know what I'm saying? And it's a waiting game. I mean, like with Trish and Becky, yeah, it would be nice to have them on the card, but... Wasn't Trish hurt? I don't know if Trish was hurt. I mean, yeah, because of the whole nose thing or whatever, but that could have been like for a story or something. So I don't, I don't, I have absolutely no idea. But I mean, Rhea, who the hell, I, I keep, I keep asking, who the hell is Rhea Ripley going to face? She didn't beat up all her damn opponents. She's yeah, already, I mean, who's she going to face? Is it like yeah right. like what why why would you want that to be a squash match you know what i'm saying so allow allow you know maybe raquel to you know get cleared and everything and maybe they'll have their match at the next pay-per-view or something so i mean it could be just a timing issue and i mean I, and, and and that's okay because like you know saying like this would be trish and 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 becky three in a sense because they did have their match so i mean you're gonna go to canada for trish and becky they may make that a main event for monday night raw or something because it is something that could be you know quite big and everything like that so i don't know I, me personally i'm i mean look it is what it is we we have women we had women on the card and some of y'all weren't even going as hard for the women matches that we did get on the card either so I don't have time to argue with fake fans at all whatsoever. Y'all want what y'all want, and then when y'all get it, you may not, you don't like how the outcome is, and you don't like how this is going because you put into your mind a perspective of what you're 
of what you're expecting it to be. And then it ends up being exactly the total opposite. So you just got to listen. We've been we've been dealing with wrestling and women's wrestling for a very, very long time. And it, it is what it is. Some matches get cut. Some people don't make it to the card or anything like that. And I know you'll be trying to figure out, well, what about this person? Let's do something with them. Let's do something about that. If it's meant for some things to be done for those women, then it will be done for them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like I said, I don't get paid to talk about bookings and stuff like that because that's not my forte. But nonetheless, shout out to all the women that did. Uh, of course not. Shout out to all of the women. <laughs> what about the <laughs> Shout out to all of the women uh, who did get a, get on this card and do an amazing job tonight. All of the women that were here and everything like that. So shout out to them. Uh, we salute them. And then, you know, let's see what goes on down the line for, for this new champion that we have in, in set in stone and everything like that too, though. But um, we definitely do thank you guys so much for hanging out with us here. Ayla, this is a lot of people are pretty new to you in regards to like you being on screen and everything if they're not watching on the scroll and stuff like that. So they want to know where they can keep up with you at and everything like that too. You guys can uh, follow me on Instagram at Ayla the Fox underscore A Y L A. Um, is how you spell my name. I drop on the scroll where I highlight the women's wrestling social media, the buzz. Typically, supposed to be every Wednesday around 10, but, you know, I'll be getting there. <laughs> so, and then on Twitter, I'm on, uh, it's just the same thing, Ava the Fox, uh, with no underscore. So, make sure to follow me. And if you follow me, you know, tonight, I'll make sure to follow you back. Yeah, of course, of course. And as for me, you can always Google me, Drian Santana, D-R-I-U-N-E. That's where you're going to find me, as always. You can catch me here tomorrow. Well, certainly today. Um, and today. Yeah, today, Sunday, because Turnbook of Glam is returning, allegedly. So you'll catch me there. And then uh, for Monday Night Raw, you'll catch me with Nikki. Um, and uh, we'll, you know, discuss some things like that, too. She's lying. I heard that follow back before. <laughs> She said what? He said that he he asked, uh, what other shows are you on? Saying that you are lying. He's heard that follow back before type situation where it's like, you follow me, I'll follow you back. <laughs> Have I told you that before? Don't call me a lie. Don't put me in a bucket with nobody. Uh, I know he's joking. I don't, let me tell you something. I know that, I know that young man very well. I don't pay him any attention. He's just like the troll people like he always do. So we're just going to ignore Catch me while I'm on it and I'll follow back. But if it's just random, I, you know, I'm going to look and be like, eh, I don't know. He'll just be chatting. That's all. He's just chatter. He's just a chatterbox. Um, but of course, speaking of chatting, always make sure that you chat with us on social media. Uh, <laughs> I do pay attention to you, dang. All right, so definitely make sure you do uh, continue to follow Women's Wrestling Talk um, at WW Talk Pod all over social media. Check out our website. We got articles going on each and that every day. <laughs> also, make sure that you do check out the interviews that are coming up for SummerSlam. You definitely want to make sure you check those out and check out the vlog that me and Nikki did for Great American Bash too. If you haven't seen that as well, and yeah, just continue to follow Women's Wrestling Talk. We're making major waves over here uh, in 
every room that we step into, you're going to know that Women's Wrestling Talk is there to represent. And so I hope you guys have an amazing, I guess, midnight snack, maybe, you know, if you out and about or whatever, you know, continue to do your thing. We definitely, like I said, always appreciate you guys for hanging out with us here. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for a SummerSlam post show. And we will see you guys really soon. Have a great night. Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.